I want to do a little recap of my 24-hour internet detox. And then my son wrote down his little micro actions. And then the funny part to this story is that my daughter said she wanted to be happy. And in order for her to be happy, I had to be kind to her. That's her goal. I was like, oh, this is not the game we're playing, honey. But anyways... So in this episode today, I wanted to switch things up a bit and going forward on Mondays, I wanted us to start focusing on being mindful for the week. My Monday episodes are going to be focused on mindful Mondays going forward. I have a lot coming up in January and February, and I really want to make sure that I'm focused and that I am attacking everything with my best self and with my best intentions in mind. And I know I've said this before, but I was like, well, what's a better place to do that than to hold myself accountable on the podcast and bring everybody along in my journey? Because that's how I've always envisioned the podcast was to just be super real and authentic and really just dive into the things that I have going on in my life and the things that I need. And knowing that we are all connected, that it will connect with everyone else as well. So going forward, I really want to do Mindful Mondays Focus. Um, These episodes might be a little bit shorter than my Thursday episodes. And then my Thursday episodes will be related and will go really deep on a topic, um, whatever we are kind of setting our intentions for the week or whatever the focus is for the week. And I really want to do this because I don't batch my episodes. I did do that once, but... I was talking to somebody else about this that was talking about in their podcast, and I really like to do it from my heart and from what's really going on in my life. I like to do it from an inspired place, and if it makes sense to record three episodes in one day because I'm super inspired about a bunch of different things, fantastic, but that's not always going to be the case, Um, so I want to set this up so that it's sustainable and it's makes sense for what's going on in my life and that it's speaking from the truest, purest space. Before I hop in on today's Mindful Monday episode and um, what I want to talk about, I want to do a little recap of my 24-hour internet detox. And to be honest, it sounds terrible, It actually wasn't that bad at all. It had started out with, and by bad at all, I mean, I just realized so many different things that I think it was coming from a good spot. And the only time I really felt antsy was kind of like at the end of the 24 hours. I was like, okay, I'm kind of done. But um, A, you don't realize how much you rely on the internet for everything. So when I say 24-hour internet detox, I guess it wasn't completely internet free because my whole house is wired with stuff right so I asked Alexa to do something once so maybe that's technically the internet but I wasn't sitting on my phone scrolling the internet I wasn't using any of the apps on my phone the only thing I was allowed to do on my phone was text because my son was spending the night out at a friend's house and that was it I um, only listened to music that was pre-downloaded on my phone I didn't even use Google Maps thank God I knew where I was going and I no social media, no internet, nothing like that. So I was carrying around a little index card book and was write down the things I was thinking about or things that I needed to get done that I couldn't do because I didn't have the internet. Like 
everything from like ordering your groceries. I had to have it planned out and order them ahead of time. You know, my workouts, I use an app or watch online videos. So I didn't do those. I had to be like, okay, I guess I can just fucking run outside. <laughs> like there's so many different ways, but it really forces you to get out of this convenience lifestyle that you've set up. But what I realized was it's way easier to be present and in the present moment when you're not attached to your phone. And I know we all talked about that, but a 24-hour period, you really, really start to see it. It's completely different than just like putting it in a drawer for a couple hours. Like it was really kind of freeing too. And it really is just a habit. Like I would find myself when I hit a red light or when I'm waiting for someone to do something, like if I'm waiting for my daughter to put her shoes on, or if I just have like a down moment, my first habit is to go to social media and just kind of scroll. But you don't just scroll for those 30 seconds that you have like a second of downtime. You end up scrolling forever. And then you'll see something and it sparks a thought and then that sparks another thought, good or bad. And then you're just down a rabbit hole. So it really, really forced me to be present. It was completely freeing. It was a little bit, now granted I prepped for it. So like I made sure I, Anything that I could anticipate that would come up, I would get done that I didn't need the internet for. But um, it was just really eye-opening, and it wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it would be, but I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's very freeing. It's a fantastic way to clear your mind, and it's a fantastic way to start learning how to set boundaries with yourself and with others. You know, none of my apps were working. And we use a app called Voxer a lot. And I got a couple of different messages from people and I couldn't, I turned off my notifications and everything and, you know, I couldn't see them and I couldn't respond until it was over. So for me, it was like, I'm always so responsive or I try to be, and I really enjoy connecting with people. So I always respond really quick, but it really made sure that I did it on my time. And then when my 25, I actually went 25 hours to be exact, but I did take a nap. So that's the only reason why. But when my time was up, I just kind of sat down on my bed for 30 minutes and just like went through and answered everything. And then I was done. And it was kind of weird as soon as I was done. I was like, "Mm, I actually don't even know if I missed it. It was super refreshing. And I think I'm going to try to do it at least once a month, if not more. And I highly, highly recommend it for anyone who feels like they need to clear out some space in their life. Anyone who really wants to find out and feel like, you know, you're not really sure where you're going. You're not really sure what you want. Absolutely 100% do that. Maybe that's your mindful Monday this week is to go internet free this coming up weekend. I honestly could not do it during the week, obviously with work, I have to be on the internet, but you know, Friday night to Saturday night, for me, felt like a really perfect time. Think about that. Maybe that's your mindful Monday. Getting to that, I wanted to talk about how I'm going to frame this up. And I really want to frame this up with intentions and what our intentions are for a week. And I know it kind of feels in the same vein when I was kind of thinking this through. It was really came out of the space and my feelings about like New Year's resolutions and, you know, how you keep seeing that everywhere. And it's impossible to not like think through what you want in 2020. And it's impossible to not think through some goals that you have for yourself as this time of year rolls around because it's only natural. And it's like that whole philosophy of like, oh, I'll start my diet on Monday. I completely understand it. But I don't buy into that, oh, my New Year's resolution, probably because I've never been able to keep one, just like most people. 
But with all the self-awareness stuff I've really been working on, and now, you know, I have a whole different group of people that I've been exposed to. I was listening to this one podcast, and the lady was like, the reason that New Year's resolutions don't work is because whatever that goal is that you've set for yourself, there's a reason you haven't done it yet. And it's because you have a belief system behind that that is completely stopping you from doing it. You don't believe whatever it is. So say it's saving money. Like you have a belief around money that you haven't dealt with yet that is completely stopping you from reaching that goal. My coach always talks about the belief cycle. So you have a belief that creates your thoughts, your thoughts create your actions, your actions create your reality. And I think we can all agree with that one. So if you go into it thinking, I want to do this thing that I've never done, and this is the year I'm going to do it because it's 2020 and it's a new decade. Well, what's your belief around that thing that's held you back from doing it so far? So think about that if you are really thinking about your new New Year's resolutions. But that's not really what I I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about how instead of just setting New Year's resolutions, I had been jotting down just things I've been thinking about, things that I've been struggling with that I really wanted to kind of like bust through and do. And I kind of just did it from a place which I didn't even realize at the time. I did it from a place of intention instead of a place of resolution or a goal that I wanted to meet. It was really like, how did I want to feel? And then I was talking to a friend of mine and she said, yeah, I did some goals or I did a my vision for 2020 based on my core desired feelings. Like, how do I want to feel? And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, I think that's exactly what I did. I just didn't have the words for it. I didn't realize what I was doing. So after I talked to her, I had actually been home these two weeks with my kids and Friday was our last you know, real weekday off. And my husband had gone back to work. Some of my coworkers had gone back to work. So I was already kind of in this weird space of like, oh my God, I should be back at work. And so I said, how am I going to battle this and not let those thoughts and beliefs really mess up my day? And like, what do I truly want? So I first thought, I know I'll take my kids and we'll go do something fun. Like we'll go to the trampoline park and we'll be completely distracted and we'll have a great time. I won't be thinking about how close it is to the end of the break and how I should be jumping back in to work and things like that. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, that'll be fun. But one of my big goals over this break was to really be present with them and really spend real quality time with them. And while yes, we would be together, we wouldn't actually be communicating. We wouldn't actually be spending like real one-on-one time talking, right? We'd be jumping around, screaming, laughing. It'd be a ball. But I wanted something like just a little bit deeper than that. So I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to make my kids. I guess this is kind of where I was inspired from my 24-hour detox. I said, hey, guys, we're going to play for two hours without phones, without iPods, without Xbox, whatever it is. And each of you can pick whatever you want to do. And we will do it. And my daughter was like, well, I want to play school. And of course, my son was like, he's too cool for anything. So he's like, I don't care whatever y'all want to do. So I said, okay, we'll quote unquote play school. And we each get to pick a topic. And each of us will teach it to the other two. So for mine, I went with my intentions for 2020 because I was really moved by the fact of doing them from a place of how did I want to feel. And I really want to try to get my kids start thinking and with a little bit more of a growth mindset so that they can, you know, by the time they're my age, 
they've been thinking this way for years. So we sat down, and I was like, how do you want to feel? And I had them each pick three words. Um, my son, I think he picked happy, strong, and relaxed. So think about that. Think about how do you want to feel in 2020? Not necessarily what do you want to accomplish, but how do you want to feel? And if there's a certain goal that will make you feel that way, what are the micro actions that you are going to take to get there? That was the next step in the process for my kids. I was like, okay, what are those things you want to feel and how are you going to get there? And then my son wrote down his little micro actions. And then the funny part to this story is that my daughter said she wanted to be happy. And in order for her to be happy, I had to be kind to her. That's her goal. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not the game we're playing, honey. <laughs> but anyways, so think about that as you set your intentions, not just for the year, but just for this week. How do you want to feel this week as you head into Monday, as you head into a week that's full swing, everybody's back from vacation, it's the new year, we're ready to go. How do you want to feel? Right? So one of the things that I really want to work on is doing everything from a place of love. Because if I'm doing everything from a place of love, there's not room for fear. So my intention this week is to give and receive love. That's not only going to be my intention, but that's going to be my mantra as well when I go through this week and if anything comes up or when I feel overwhelmed or I feel frustrated or angry, I'm just going to keep repeating that intention for the week is I want to give and receive love over and over and over. And that's going to be my focus for the week. And I'm going to just see kind of where that takes me and what happens. And I will definitely keep you guys up to date. So you may not know what your mantra or your intention is for this week. So what I want to leave you with is how do you want to feel going into this year? How do you want to feel in your life? And really start thinking about your feelings, not what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, but how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel alive? Do you want to feel strong? Do you want to feel peaceful? Do you want to feel happy? you want to feel content? What are those feelings that you are really trying to create? I would say journal about them, but somebody told me that's like a trigger term and because people put too much thought behind it. So this is what I want to say. Think about how you want to feel. I don't care if you write it in a notebook. I don't care if you take your notes app. I do that a ton. Just my notes app on my phone and I will just write notes to myself. And that is journaling. Another thing I like to do, believe obviously you know this, is talk. So voice memos. I will voice memo the shit out of myself, especially when I'm commuting back and forth to work. That's two hours a day that I get to sit with my thoughts. And I try to use that space as a creative space. And it's actually worked out really well. So voice memo yourself. I mean, think about it. Podcasting, that's just audio journaling. It's just me kind of expressing my thoughts. That's what most podcasters are doing is they're just talking through their shit. They're just talking through their story, their experiences, whatever it is. So whatever that looks like for you, do it. Just think about it. Don't think about what you want to do. Don't think about the debt that you want to get out of. Think about the feeling that you want to feel if you get out of that debt. Think of that and do it from that place and really think about that. And then when we come back on Thursday's episode, I'm just going to kind of dig in deep 
and really talk about core desired feelings. I will share my experience on core desired feelings, how I got to what my core desired feelings and share some tips and tricks on how you can really dig in some strategies you can use to figure out what your core desired feelings are. Because if you are anything like me, the first time someone asked me, how do I want to feel? I thought, holy fuck, I don't know. I've never slowed down to even think for five fucking seconds how I want to feel. And of course, everyone says they want to feel happy. And maybe happy truly is your feeling, but there's so many other feelings that you want to probably feel other than just happy. You might want to feel connected. Uh, You know, for me, it's peaceful, relaxed, and strong. Those are my three core desired feelings. When I feel those feelings, I do in turn feel happy. And there's a whole bunch of work we can do around this to get there. So I will dig deeper into that on Thursday. So today, just think about how you want to feel. Take five minutes to yourself and just kind of think about that. If you don't want to journal about it, just let it rattle around in your brain. And then we'll dig in more on Thursday. All right, ladies. If you felt inspired or if you got anything out of this episode, please share it with your girlfriends, share it in social media, and rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks so much for creating and holding this space with me.